0: Welcome to the Frederick Democrats podcast, a production of the Frederick County Democratic Central Committee. I'm your host, Josh Kramer, and with me today is Karen Yoho, who is running for the Board of Education. Karen, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast today.
1: Thanks for having me, Josh.
0: Uh, The first question that I have for you is I wanted you to uh, really just tell a little bit about yourself. not so much a question as, you know, it is uh, just you telling us a little bit about uh, who you are and a little bit about your background.
1: Okay, well my husband and I moved to um, Frederick County 37 years ago. My son's birthday is tomorrow and we want to raise our family here. Um, I've been a teacher with Frederick County Public Schools for the last 25 years, stayed home and with my kids for a while, did PTA president, I was the Girl Scout leader, um, the Boy Scout leader, all those kind of things, uh, softball coach and uh, but last 25 years I'm getting ready to wrap up my career with teaching and uh, it dawned on me about December that uh, I wanted to run for school board.
0: So that's a perfect segue into the next question, which is what was it that inspired you to decide to run for uh, the Board of Education this year?
1: Um, I What I see in working for the county is I don't know anybody that doesn't want the best for children. Um, But they don't always hit the mark. And sometimes that's because when you get away from students, you can forget exactly what students need. And I saw that myself in doing curriculum writing. We would do these things we thought were wonderful uh, during the summer or whatever, and then we'd put them in front of students, and uh, they wouldn't work so well. And so sometimes I see things like that where, where decisions are made, and you think, They didn't understand the ramifications of how this was going to affect the classroom. So I'd like to bridge that gap, and that's really what got me, um, sort of the idea started with me uh, to jump in and do this.
0: It, it is an interesting thing uh, in that, you know, you can have these ideas, I guess people present these ideas and, and on the surface they seem like they're going to work and then, you know, you, you get in there and then uh, sometimes those ideas don't work. So I think your your expertise in the classroom, you know, in the field, uh, definitely an asset. I'm, I'm sure that you're happy to have that experience and uh, in, in being a candidate for Board of Ed as well. In terms of priorities, things that you would like to see accomplished. I'm going to assume based on your previous statement that uh, curriculum is is definitely a, a concern but um, I'll let you answer for it. What, what are you are, are your top priorities the things that by the end of the next term you want to look back at and say uh, these are the things that that I achieved and that I'm glad we did?
1: The first one not not in order of priority but um, the first one's an easy one because I would want to continue the implementation of the uh, teacher salary schedule. That one's already going down the road as long as funding comes in, and as long as we keep a county executive that is um, such a supporter of education, um, that should be in a good place. So that one I see as the easiest, and um, as we all know, you need to um, attract and retain teachers for the students. So, um, you know, again, I'm looking at it from the student perspective um, of what's best for them and it's getting those teachers in there. The other sort of segue from that that I'd like to address that I don't talk about all the time is our support staff. We really need to get their salary to a livable wage. And unfortunately it seems we address the teacher salary first and and so if we can get that taken care of then we can start looking at support staff. Another one that I'd really like to look at is finding ways to um, expand on the Career Tech Center, Career and Technology Center people have been putting forth the idea of public-private partnerships which I find hard to say three times fast but um, talking to Jeff Grills at the Earth Space Science Lab here in Frederick County and he pointed out how that actually ended up being public-private partnership and um, what an enjoyable experience and how successful that's been that's a wonderful thing that Frederick County has that all of our elementary school students will not kindergarten and I think middle school get to visit every year So maybe we could look at some of that same model to expand Career and Technology Center. And then sort of, this to me is really kind of the first one, but it's so, this one's much more difficult, is making sure that our schools are safe and welcoming for all of our students. So that's so multifaceted and so nuanced and these solutions are not easy. So, but that's really one of my top priorities.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, school safety, especially in uh, in light of you know recent school shootings, of course with Parkland, and uh, but there are others, and I'm sure that you know that is certainly something that is on uh, everybody's mind, not just uh, uh, parents and voters, but of course the students that are spending their days in, the, in inside those schools. So, a, a little bit, you, you had talked a little bit about, you know, the funding and teacher salaries, support salaries, and I guess that's always the, the big challenge. For members of the board of education, um, and and maybe this is a terrible way to put it, but in some ways, you know, the the board of education are kind of in the the position of being beggars in a sense because they have to get the funds for the uh, for the school system through the county council and and the county executive. Uh, so, what are ways in which the board of ed can go about? To make sure that they have the funds they need, including the funds that they need to attract and retain uh, teacher talent.
1: You're a teacher yourself, um, Josh. You know, what do we call that? The annual bagathon uh-huh. from the teaching side. Um, it, it definitely goes to having a good relationship with the county executive and the council members. Um, and that starts with them having a positive attitude towards public education. You know, our current county executive has always pledged to give um, half of any new money to the school system, and I believe we get fifty-one percent of the budget. And when new money is found, she puts that towards education. This year, the school board—I um, don't remember them usually doing this—they really kind of went for it and said, "This is what we, this is what we want, this is what we feel we need." Kind of knowing they probably wouldn't get everything they wanted, you know, all the money they needed. Then, no. so they're having to cut back. But not as much as they anticipated because the county executive um, you know, found some, not found some money, but there was more money available. Um, so relationships I think are important it's also going to be important with the council coming up that they um, not change the the property tax rate and there's debate there as do you go to the constant yield or you know, what do you do um, some people see when your property tax um, or your property
0: the value thank yeah. You. Yeah. when the <laughs>
1: pro- value of your property raises then of course your taxes raise but it's, it's not that you're just flat out paying more money because the tax rate was raised Um, but that creates more revenue for the county so it's important to keep that in place
0: and and of course as the county grows you know i I know i've noted uh, several times on this podcast about how how fortunate we are in frederick to have a community where people want to be here and they want to move here and they want to raise a family here uh because it is such a great community so i one other question that i had for you though uh, people who would like to get involved in your campaign you know the the board of education race uh is is a nonpartisan race this is the frederick democrats podcast but it is a nonpartisan race and so uh, we certainly encourage uh, democrats as well as independents and even uh, some Republicans who may want to, uh, you know, um, come over and see what we're like on this side. And and also, but also just to support really good candidates. And and of course, uh, independents can vote in the primary on June 26th uh, for the Board of Education. So for people who would like to get involved in your campaign, how can they do that?
1: I want to mention first, I've been married to a Republican for almost 40 years. If we can make it work, uh, I hear both sides, so uh, I think I can work with people. Um, My website is karenyoho.com, pretty easy, and uh, I'm really using my Facebook page more than my website at this point. Uh, I also once in a while remember to tweet um, but that's mostly just for announcements Um, so any of those ways we'll get you all the information Um, I have a a meet and greet uh, at uh, kids Villa in Urbana on Saturday and then um, the four endorsed uh, FCTA endorsed candidates have some library meet and greets May 21st um, in Brunswick and June 6th in Walkersville
0: Uh, Karen Yoho, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast today.
1: Thank you, Josh.
0: And for everybody else, uh, please visit the Frederick Democrats website at www.frederickdemocrats.org. Uh, you can click the Get Involved button, and there you have you will have links to all of our various clubs and organizations throughout the county, and there's quite a few of them, like the United Democrats of Frederick County, then the Women's Democratic League, and the Young Democrats of Frederick County, as well as the South Democratic uh, Club and the North Democratic Club. But one other club I want to talk about is Club Blue. That is our small uh, donor program, we're asking for recurring donations of $10 a month month although if you can only spare five we will certainly take that too all the money that we raise Through Club Blue, will go directly towards helping Democratic candidates get elected. Uh, So your donations uh, are are a great investment in your local community. You've heard the saying before, all politics are local. And this is a great way to make an investment in your party and make sure that we get really good candidates elected. Uh, So thanks again for listening. And the music for this podcast was written and performed by David Fitzwater.